Hello, and welcome to another episode of Hypothetical Question Each Week with me, Graham, in Belfast. And this week I'm joined by the winner of Best Supporting Actor in a Toilet Scene. It's Jake in Glasgow. Hello, Jake. Best Supporting Actor in a Toilet Scene. Yeah. When you, when you were in Train Spotting 2. Oh, yeah, so I was. So I was. That, that, that's actually quite funny. When I was in yep. Train Spotting 2, I um, went to the toilet. This was <clears> in the middle of filming. And um, I was doing a pee at the urinal, as you do. You know, when you're at the urinal, you keep yourself to yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, um, somebody came in and they said, all right. And I was like, all right. That's, uh, you don't really like to talk to people at the urinals, but... Yeah, normally you go, don't talk to me. <laughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, it's because you always want to be angry. <laughs> angry, angry. They call you the angry With your privates in your hand. Um, so then I, like, turned, uh, finished what I was doing, and then as I turned, I realised that the person who was at the urinal next to me was none other than Ewan McGregor. Wow. National treasure. Um, wow. So then I, I was very um, starstruck, but I didn't want to mm-hmm. say anything because you can't say anything when you're, at the, when you're at the urinal with somebody. And obviously straight away the icebreaker joke for at the urinal is, ah, don't cross the streams from Ghostbusters. Mm. But I don't think Ewan McGregor would have appreciated that joke. Whilst you piss on his shoe, he's going to, <laughs> you weren't in Ghostbusters. <laughs> you weren't in Ghostbusters, were you? <laughs> <coughs> anyway, I'm joined oh. by you, who, and that's a real story. That is a real story. Um, then, anyway, I was uh, washing my hands, trying to think of something to say, and he left. Never even washed his hands. <gasps> what if he hears this? Oh, God. So, um, last week I asked you for a hypothetical question, and you provided us with one, but have you got one this week? I do, I do. Um, this one is something basic that I believe most people have thought about though highly unlikely my hypothetical question this week is what is your zombie apocalypse plan oh it's not something I've thought about you're right but it can't be far off what the fuck we've been going through all year because (laughs) it's not short of a zombie apocalypse true so you know, I've managed quite well. Obviously, you, this is like the the Disney version of a zombie apocalypse because whilst it's a very serious illness, you're not having to battle people off you because they're trying to get to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. With the, with the zombie, it, it wants that proximity, wants to be ah, at you. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, uh, the good this, thing about this, the dead yeah. stay dead. <laughs> so far, so far, this might actually be a. They might be like, oh, Jake and Graham's great ideas. We'll need to use them in a couple of months. Um, so it's not vastly. Uh, uh, my experience of 
the zombie thing is from that oh, flipping Walking Dead show, which I stopped watching when it got. I don't know if you ever watched it, yeah. but I give it I give it a good run, and man, did I lose interest in that! I just wanted them to start dying. Oh, just I think you, you, when they started just living on a farm. Okay. No, no need. I think I got to the prison when they got to a prison. Yeah, and they started living in a prison. I was like, ah, nah, I'm done here now. Done. (laughs) Like, I think season one was like a good self-contained story in itself. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, there was wee potholes that you could easily go into in a season two. But um, I felt no need. No. I think I saw the prison thing. I think every season they find a new place to live. Yeah, and, very much. And they just put up a big fence, and that solved the zombie problem. It's when, oh, they can't get over the fence, or they can't get out of the trench, or whatever it is. Well, I don't want to watch a show that's about a zombie apocalypse by you keeping them outside the door. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and then occasionally one slips in and they're like, oh, that's that's one zombie in. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, Timothy's got bat. Do we need to smash his head in? <laughs> wait oh. a minute, wait till he changes before we talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Timothy, it's fine. We're going to get the doctor. <laughs> get the brick. We could try cutting off his arm to see if it stops the infection getting anywhere than else in his body. Go get the brick. <laughs> <laughs> Are um, you getting the brick? No, no. That's no, fine. <laughs> so, quintessentially, um, I think the best um, zombie movie is 20 Days Later. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems yeah, very good. Very, I think it very real, quite grounded. Um, because um, it did the unique thing of making the zombies fast. Yeah, historically speaking, they're really slow, and you would just go, "Oh, there's a zombie twenty meters away. I'll move in fifteen minutes." I I could cope cope with a zombie apocalypse because. It's like waiting for paint to run towards you. <laughs> yeah. So, and I, I mean, that's the thing. We would need to speculate what our zombies would be like slower, fast. Um, I would just imagine that it's, it's a mixture of both. Because, I mean, you're going to get people that just don't move fast. Like, why would if Usain Bolt became a zombie, why would they suddenly decide to move slow? You know, that man's yeah. a machine. He should move fast. If any well, only, zombie should only move over fast. a certain distance. Oh yeah, true. True. Once you, if you're, if you do uh, five hundred meters, uh, I don't think he'd be that interested. <laughs> but he would still get you in those five hundred meters. Probably, actually. <laughs> yeah. Unless I had my Reeboks on, <laughs> then he'd be like dust. So I know a guy who went to a fancy dress as a zombie mm-hmm. and I'll describe his outfit and you tell me what kind of zombie he was. Um, okay. He had 
a flex of a kettle for a tail. He had a shower curtain for a flap of skin. He had tungsten-tipped screws sellotaped to his fingers for claws. He had custard cream sellotaped to his face for more crusty skin and a shower cap. What was no? the shower cap for? Uh, I'm not sure. Just maybe for disguising his hair. I'm not sure if it had a part. Definitely. And he went he went as the Alan Partridge zombie. Oh. When, he, <laughs> when he uses the bits from the hotel room. <laughs> Brilliant. Alan he said only, yeah. He, he said only one person noticed what it was. He said, Are you the Alan Partridge zombie? That is great. <laughs> one time I was at a Halloween party and um my friend was just going around naming who everybody was and it got to the point where it was really, really impressive. There was one guy and I was looking and I was like, oh, I can't quite put my finger in that costume. And my friend walked past him and went, hey, it's Shrek when he turns into a human. And I was like, that is so specific. And yeah, up in the hill in the head. What? What? Um, you own a Ferris Bueller costume. I do. I do, yes. You so by that I mean, I mean his jacket. Yeah, I do. I've got his jacket. Like, the rest of it's like a white t-shirt and a cardigan, I think. So, yeah, essentially I've got the full Ferris Bueller costume. Mm-hmm. I've not got like corduroy trousers because corduroy went out of fashion a wee while ago. Um, but, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I remember you came out wearing it because you had to go to a party afterwards after meeting us. Yeah, that's right. That was that was um, one of our Christmas parties, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Fun times. Yeah, very fun times. Um, so outside of that, I don't really have a plan because I don't feel threatened by a zombie apocalypse. I, I think I'm, I, I would. I think I could kill something. You know, I'm pretty zero tolerance of spiders. Um, <laughs> so you feel like you could just bash, like, your yeah, auntie's because, head on? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> Not my aunt. Not my, I didn't say, oh, I would just kill my aunt. Well, imagine, imagine. Um, <laughs> imagine, it's like... <laughs> Your aunt came in, she's feeling a wee bit under the weather. You go into the kitchen, you're like getting a towel, you run that under the tap, you know, so that mm-hmm. she can put it over her head. And then you go in and she's already stunned up and she's about to come and eat you. Would you would you whack her over the head? Yeah, I'd probably go for the legs first. Take her down from the legs. Just in maybe. case she's not a zombie. <laughs> no, behind, just... maybe, behind, maybe behind the knee, you know, when someone runs up and hits you behind the knee. Oh, yeah, that's that's terrible when that happens. And then, and then it hit her with a bacon tray. <laughs> they're, they're heavy. So you're saying, but, uh, yeah, 100%. You've yeah, but your aunt. only because she's turned. Right. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it just to try out what I would do to a zombie. 
What are you doing? <laughs> Graham, no! <laughs> You're too slow. You would be taken anyway. <laughs> Get the bacon tray. So, unlike you, I do actually have a plan. I do have a plan, but it's very much probably not do much because I reckon I could take them. Well, um, I feel like it's better to, to hide than to um, than to, to partake, you know, in their shenanigans. Is that a line from a Neil Young song? <laughs> <laughs> so I think, like, you would just lock your door. You know, you lock your door. If you've got a top door, you lock your, your top door, your second door. <clears throat> you know, your windows are going to be a bit of a problem, but just board up the inside of the windows, you know. Hmm. Nothing's getting through. Um, I think, you know, um, inevitably, yeah, you're right. Inevitably, all the <clears throat> all of this tends to hark back to films and what you would do and so forth. But I think it's the slowness of them <clears throat> that gives you a chance to think you could survive it. Yeah. One of the good films is 30 Days of Night. Is that it? I don't think I've seen that. It's got Josh Harnett, no, Harnett, Harnett, the man from Black Hawk Down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's probably not in things anymore. Hugh McGregor was in Black Hawk Down. He was in the toilet next to you. Yeah. Throwback to last week. (laughs) Having a Jimmy Whittle. And then not washing his hands. Pre-COVID, though. Oh, yeah, so that was fine. <laughs> um, I can't think of any other actually good zombie films. They're just not a threat, are they? I mean, even... They're, they're probably more ghosts, but you know in Return of the King, when he gets the ghost army to fight for him? Oh, yeah. I suppose they're not really zombies. They are ghosts, but they're more... I'd be much more scared of that than I would of Uncle Alan coming after me. What about that um, World War Z movie? You know, with Brad Pitt? No. So, like, the zombies just, like, they'll, like, just, like, fall down and, like, die and they'll climb on top of each other, but there'll be, like, hundreds of thousands of them. That just like crawl over like big. I believe like at one point they go into the Vatican City or something like that because there's big walls all around it. Mm, there's a big wall around China. <laughs> maybe that's where they go. Maybe, maybe. Could be. Or between America and Mexico. Uh, I think that one's TBC. <laughs> Um, so yeah, anyway, I would just pop up my loft, get the ladder back up, shut up shop, you know, I would, uh, you know, live in when, the loft. when I seen that straight away it was happening on the <clears> news, 
I would have just started filling, you know, water from the tap. Mm-hmm. You know, like loads of it. You know? Yeah, so, so... So that I would have it up the loft. <clears throat> so your plan is, I'll hear about it on the news, <laughs> and then I'll just stock up on some drinking water and live in the loft. Well, obviously, you would get food as well, you know? That's your plan. Yeah. <laughs> and then hide in the loft. Yeah. I don't understand what zombies want. You know, there's no end. Brains. What... Brains. Why do they want them? <laughs> That's what they want. How come it's the only word they can say, like, Michael? Michael. <laughs> Uh, my hypothetical question of this week for this week and of this week is <laughs> if, you, if you could uh, make anything, any two things, anything you want, disappear from existence, no more. But you had to bring back two things that don't exist anymore, what would they be? I believe we can make sacrifice of spiders and bring back the dodo. Dodos were useless. <laughs> Have you ever um, seen one? Have you ever seen a dodo? Uh, no. Obviously, obviously, a stuffed one, not not a real one. <laughs> I believe was was a dodo not a no that was emu. <laughs> well, emu died because Rudd Hull put his hand up him. <laughs> Is Emu an extinct bird as well? No, no, they're very much alive. All right, okay. But Dodo is dead. Yeah, no, <clears throat> I knew that one. I did a bit of research. Straight away, I was like, dinosaurs! <laughs> <laughs> Think of things that are extinct. Two things, both begin with D. <laughs> um, yeah, so I really, really don't like spiders. Like... They really, really scare me. Mm-hmm. Like, if there was a tier above arachnophobic, I would be in that section. Um, so, is that regardless of size? Oh, yeah, regardless of size. Yeah, like, we want. So, like, by, I, I by used to have that. Really I, I, I used to have that. Um, see, I do still have it. The, sort of, it's just how quick the move, I think. But I developed a system. Would you like to hear the system? Yes, tell me the system. You may help me. I, I tried to develop a tolerance, a Sam tolerance, and the he's a golfer. Right, and okay. <laughs> the tolerance is I will try my best to put the spider outside with a glass and like a cup and a piece of paper and put it in the cup and put it out right as long as the spider is not in my bedroom (laughs) or or in the car in which case it is the death penalty it's i mean it's without there's no there's no trial there's nothing there's just get the heaviest book i can find and smash it into the wall right but outside of that i really try to now put it out 
um, because they they eat flies, don't they? And I hate flies more. <laughs> I hate flies because they they don't know they're trapped in the room. Yeah. They, but and flies they'll just fly. are like, you know, fly they're like stupid things, you know. <clears throat> plus, like, with flies, you know, the benefit there straight away is you get a fly, you know. There's already fly sprays. You spray the fly. <laughs> it dies, mm-hmm. you know. Um However, people are going to hate me. They're going to be like, Jake just wants to kill all the bugs. <laughs> However, with spiders, there's not like, you know, you don't get a spider zapper. You don't get anything. <laughs> Nobody sells spider related. You know, you get rat traps. You don't get spider traps. Well, I'll give uh, I'll give you a little tip, and this may also help our listeners, of which there are six. Um, <laughs> that spiders, for some reason, <clears throat> don't like the smell or the scent of of mint. Right. And you can buy a, a mint spray. It's just water with a, a mint, you know, like a fragrance in it. Okay. And you spray it around the spray it around the door frame, and Around the window frame where where they might get in, and it stops them coming in because they don't like the smell. Plus, apparently, your lovely your house smells of mint. Apparently, they don't like conkers as well. Conkers? Oh, do you do you know what conkers are? Of course, I know what conkers are, but it's probably because they can't hold it. <laughs> well, like you know, I've I've lived by this for ages, so like I've got like. Conkers in my room, you know, like you don't like keep them out, you know, for display. Like they're like down the back of the bed, you know, like in the corners of the room and such, so that nobody sees them. Sorry, hang on. Are you saying you've got conkers in the bedroom specifically to keep spiders away? Yes. I've never heard of this. Do continue. It's on record. <laughs> I looked it up. Apparently, it's an old wife's tale, but it's an old wife's tale that works. But for me. but whose wife? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because before we started recording this today, the conkers may keep the spiders away, but you had a centipede under your pillow this morning. <laughs> I did. I did have a centipede. I was trying Centipedes to work out love conkers as well. Like I stay like one story up you know so I was thinking about it I was like centipedes are more like ground based animals and bugs insects whatever right so like where how would I got in but then I remembered like I had my sports shoes and I carried them up the stairs and I sat them down so I think they just came off that they were in your shoe or on your shoe Somewhere around the shoe area, I would imagine. Mm. So if you're bringing, no, if you're taking away spiders, what are you bringing back? Dodos. Snakes. Snakes, you want to get rid of snakes? Yeah. And what would you bring back? It doesn't have to be an animal. It could be anything that's... Oh, David Bowie. 
And then he snakes and they bring back David Bowie. <laughs> I quite like the trade-off. <laughs> so, like, not only... I'll, give, get I'll give you all of these <laughs> if we can have him. Just even for, like, five, ten more years, you know? Snakes, no, no more snakes, you know? No more snakes ever. Just the way, but you get five more years of Bowie. Yeah, it's fine. Do they have snakes in Scotland? <laughs> like um, um, grass snakes or anything? I know yeah, they've I think, got them I in England. So. I think there's grass snakes. I've never seen one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure there is. Like, just wee ones. Um, That's worms you're thinking of. So what I would do is get rid of airplanes because there's no need for them, especially in this now. There's no need for airplanes. We're the closest ever to getting rid of them. I'm so happy. All right. Okay. I didn't know we could take an aminate object. Yeah. But yeah, okay. No, this is cool. I like this. I was like spiders from dodos. That seems more interesting. Continue. So I was on a... I don't like flying. I should state that, obviously, to begin with, but I was flying from Glasgow, where I met your face, um, My face. back to Belfast mm-hmm. one time, and I was flying alone, and I was at a seat, and then there was a, a space, and then there was another guy. <laughs> You've told me that <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so there was a space, empty seat, and then another guy. He was at the window. And the wee stewardess woman came up before we were going and goes, uh, flight's not very full today. Do you want to move seats? We need someone to sit over here by the emergency door thing. And I went, mm, not really. And she went, well, there's more leg room, you know, but you will have to operate the door. And I said, will it make a difference? And she said, what? And I said, like, will it make a difference if I'm sitting by the door? Presumably the door won't be on in the plane when we get down. <laughs> and the guy next to me went, I'll go. So he went, fuck it. <laughs> but it's very complicated. the door, you know? <laughs> wait, guys, wait, I'm doing the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fact the stewardess needs to go right this is how you open the door what are you going to do um, I think I know how doors work I, know. <laughs> oh, I think on. there'll be I'll think there'll be more than one way out if we hit the ground <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I need to open the door do you know is there a position that you, you put yourself in, in the plane yes I find out it actually makes it easier for your neck to break when you yeah. crash. So it's a yeah. relatively painless death. So if anything you shouldn't, that's the one position. Yeah, so you never a see relatively... in an action movie, you never see Bruce Willis and Die Hard go, the brain's going to get in the emergency position. <laughs> a relatively painless death. Aside from the not being able to breathe for three minutes as you're hurt out of the sky. 
I I never want to be on a plane again. I I wish they would just build a big bridge between places. How hard can it be? <laughs> so um yeah, what you what you bring back? Um, for that I want to bring back kids TV onto terrestrial TV instead of having it on channels I don't have. <laughs> you have. <laughs> okay, God. You know, when I was growing up, you would have like raccoons and Muppet Babies and Dungeons and Dragons and He-Man and all that Saturday morning stuff there for a good three or to four hours <clears throat> over two channels. And when it got to about half 11 or 12, it switched to like sports or whatever for the rest of the day. Um, but somewhere along the line, maybe in the 90s, I think Sky sucked up all this, all those shows and, you know, made a children's channel. But I didn't have Sky. I believe up, so... a few children's channels these days. Yeah. yeah, there is now, but I think back then it was pretty much Cartoon Network or something like that. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, not to sound resentful, but I, I could get up on a Saturday still at this time of my life. And just watch go, some cartoons. Yeah, and go, oh, Muppet Babies is on, or Fraggles, or... Down in Fraggle Rock. <laughs> yeah. There's a place called Castle Rock here, and I can't go to it without singing Fraggle Rock. <laughs> the Fraggle Rock theme tune's really good. If nobody's heard it before, I recommend he's listen to Fraggle Rock. Um, that's your homework for next week's episode. <laughs> Listen to the theme tune for Fraggle Rock. Um, the next thing I want to get rid of, and this is controversial, and it kind of links back to last week's episode. I sort of mentioned it, but oh, yeah. um, it is getting rid of sequels and prequels. Ooh. Because there is only a minor amount of sequels which are better than the original. Right. And there's no prequels that are good. Oh, I said it. <laughs> there isn't one pre- set of prequels where you go, actually, that, that's decent. Doesn't even say it in the back of the DVD. Decent. Just says, uh, five stars, says John Ross, wobbly, wobbly. <laughs> John Ross, wobbly, wobbly. Um... Wobbly, wobbly. <laughs> <laughs> Ten blobbly blobblies by Mr. Blobby. Um, uh, <clears throat> right. So name name a prequel and I will tell you that there's no need for it. Uh, uh, can't, can you? Um, <laughs> no, straight away. Um, so if we avoid even the obvious ones of the... Um, Star Wars. Yeah. Um. Lord of the Rings, there was no need to make The Hobbit because there's nobody watching Lord of the Rings going, but but, but how did Bilbo get the ring? Yeah, they shot in all the flashbacks as well. Mm-hmm. That's all you needed. There's but nobody I watching I don't nine hours of film going, that doesn't make sense though without knowing how the little fat one got it. Yeah. Plus, like, because they filmed it with different, another actor, for the original series, 
Mm-hmm. Why have they not pulled a George Lucas and just said, ah, well, that wasn't my original vision, so I think... Okay, I'm George gonna... Lucas, he can he can drop off the planet. Change it. Change I've written it. some space films. I'm going to call the first one number four. <laughs> um, but then I'm going to change my mind 30 years later and say, no, no, there's one, two, three to make, and then seven, eight, and nine. But also, I have no confidence in them and won't be associated with them. It's a, a prequel. No, it's not. Yeah, can't, can't thank you, one. No. So there's no good prequels, so they can all go in the bin. And mm. sequels, I appreciate there are some very, very good ones. I'll rhyme off some excellent sequels. Terminator 2. Oh, Judgment Day. Superman two. Superman two. Yep. And that's not to this 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 what's the word what I want? Version of Superman two. The Donner one. The Richard Donner cut kill. Yeah. I, I agree. Um Back to the Future Two. Oh yeah. And I'm not saying this to say the first ones are rubbish. They are just very good sequels. Yeah. Great sequel. Um, I mean, Superman, especially they set up Superman two in the first Superman. That's because they filmed it all as one film. Yeah. And then oh. fired Donner. And went, Thanks very much. We've got two films now. Thanks. <laughs> Imagine that it came out as the one film. That's yeah. long, isn't it? It would have been so long because the first Superman movie is not like a walk in the park. It's a solid like two odd hour movie. I'm sure. First one. Um, um, yeah, it's about two hours. Yeah. But we, I was watching but we, the first but we're one. Bringing back. <clears throat> Just to finish on Superman, there. I was watching okay. the first one, the original one, on TV not so long ago. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you'll know if you know the scene I'm talking about, but Christopher Reeve goes to the. Fortress of Solitude for the first uh-huh. time and he hasn't become Superman yet. Yeah. And he puts the crystal into the thing and his dad starts talking to him. Yeah, Marlon Brando. Mm-hmm. And he's there for, I think it says like 15 or 18 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> while he gets all this knowledge and stuff and grows. And anyway, you don't see, you see Marlon Brando talking to him and then Marlon Brando's face turns into an ice sculpture and as the sculpture sort of turns away out of the screen, you see Christopher Reeve in the Superman outfit for the first time. Yeah. And then he, he flies at the camera right at it, and then he sort of goes off to the, the right, and it cuts back to Metropolis, where he's Clark Kent working at the Daily What's Here Up. Hi. Right? So I was watching it going, oh, this is a great scene, because it's the first time you see him. No, 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 no. It's the Daily Planet. The Daily Bugle, okay. Spider-Man. Okay, Daily Planet, whatever. He's working at the Daily What's It. <laughs> and the Marlon Brando face is, I'm watching it, and the Marlon Brando face is going, you are my son, you will be great. Do, do, do. In that voice. Right. And its face turns to ice, and then through the eye socket, you can see a little figure in the background. It's little blue and red, and as it zooms in, it's Superman. 
and you go, oh, you're going to see Superman for the first time. And then it went to an ad break. <laughs> so, um, again, we've exhausted those topics. I think they were quite entertaining. Well, I would like to hope so. Certainly to me. I feel sweaty. You feel sweaty. Great. Uh, left the heat on too long. Have <laughs> I do you know I leave the window open a bit too much. That might explain why. The is centipede, centipede in your bed. In. Yeah. yeah. How many legs has a centipede? I, d- I don't know. It's not a hundred. Ninety. It's one of those things where somebody's named it and then gone. <clears throat> well, it's probably about that. So, speak to you again next week. Bye-bye.